slide this in because I had to move my mouse last time I did this. Hi, welcome to Drop Zone, a Player Unknown's Battlegrounds podcast and a kind of community podcast, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Half the show is dedicated to people talking to us in our Discord, so. Yeah. This is a podcast about you. And to say, yell your username here. This is like a play along podcast. Okay. Sure. If you if you send us twenty dollars, we'll go ahead and edit your <laughs> username. In <laughs> so this podcast can, is a personalized pod, first ever personalized podcast. I like. I mean, it. that's not a, that's not a bad idea. No, this that's a lasting business model right there. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> we'll probably make bajillions of dollars. Yeah. So uh, we really hope that you're enjoying your podcast, Scav Dog. <laughs> it's uh, Scav Dog. Cav, the robot doing that would be okay. Listen, we've got to cut this out because it's a really good idea. Send us twenty dollars and you'll get a It'll bespoke, be... handcrafted, <laughs> handcrafted garbage podcast. Uh, like dry aged every week for podcast. How do you dry in the finest? We're gonna aged in the finest wooden oak casks of cutting edge aging techniques. <laughs> We have aged this. The sad thing is you're aging while you listen to this. This cold brew you're, podcast. You're never you're never getting this time back as Ever. you listen to this intro. I like envy the people who have the podcast apps that cut out all the uh, the silence in between. <laughs> and then also they listen at it at like 2.5 speed. Because they, they get so much more of their life than we do. I can't do that. Those people are effectively immortal. Or they're at least living like, I don't know, I guess... I guess maybe that's going to be my philosophy for next year is to try to fit two years into one year. <laughs> I'm going to be doing everything as fast as possible. They're okay. like, Tim, how did you? So you got to come into work. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to knock that out in four hours. They're like, well, you need to work eight hours. No, I'm going to no, do it's all fine. the work. I'll get it all done. In I got it. I'm just going to work really fast. How about food? You just can't eat everything in the morning? <laughs> I'm going to eat everything. I'm going to eat everything twice. Okay. I'm going to have twice the meals. Also, I'm I don't gonna say know. that I would gain a lot of weight, but I have a feeling I'd have to be on Adderall for this to work, so I might be all right. I don't know. <laughs> sure, Adderall, cocaine, something. I, just, I don't want to do this anymore. This sounds real hard and also life-threatening. <laughs> <laughs> he turned one year into half a year because he died. <laughs> he did it. He did it. Back, he did it wrong and backwards. <laughs> he figured out the shortcut. <laughs> Death. <laughs> Oh man, this is the worst time travel movie because he because <laughs> he didn't do it good. He died. He's so bad at this. That would be unfortunate. Or what if like I did that and it and then it was just like, well, sorry, destiny has decided you lose a year of life because you spent one year accomplishing two years worth of stuff. <laughs> that's like not not to really make fun of suicide, but like that's like an idiocracy. That'd be something in idiocracy. I what? feel like just like 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 God. Uh, Figure out how to, like, make your life faster, and really, it's just like a, like the Futurama suicide booths. Weren't there suicide telephone booths in Futurama? Yes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's I guess, what I feel like. That's where that ends up. If you, like, <laughs> real-worded it, it'd be an idiocracy somewhere. I think you're more thinking of click, fast-forward button. It's well, just sure. Auto. I mean, that was like... Yeah, That's, sure. Okay. Click was before its time, David. Well, he goes it? So, listen. All right. He goes to bed, bath, and then he goes to the beyond yes. section. Yeah. So, I really honest... Okay, look. Or we're talking about click now. Screw lives. it. We're talking about click. <laughs> that's, the, that's the title of the episode. We're talking about click. Screw it. Have you heard the good news about click? <laughs> Have you heard any about click two, the sequel to click? <laughs> he gets a second remote. You know, if they made a sequel to click two, it would be called Rewind. 
It would, it would be, <laughs> click to rewind, and it would also star <laughs> Kevin James instead of uh, Adam Sandler. Because yeah, Kevin sure. James is the larger, worse Adam Sandler, which is saying something. <laughs> yeah, okay. I haven't, I haven't talked about bad about Kevin James in a podcast in like 60-something episodes. Sure. This is hard not to do. Uh, no, click is, okay, so look. Some, someone wrote the joke, what if they went to Beyond section of Bed Bath & Beyond? And that was the whole movie's premise. <laughs> that was really all it was. Like, they like, we could do anything. I want to see the rest of the Beyond universe. That was like, yeah, sure. So so the way I picture other... that happening, Adam Taylor got into a cab and a cabbie tried a really bad joke on him. And that was the <laughs> joke. And Adam Taylor was like, yo, use that joke. And what are your stand-up sessions? He was like, I'm going to make a movie about it instead. I'm going to make a dang movie about this. It could be a whole franchise. And they're like, all right, it's the foot massager that makes you run fast. It's a foot mo- you go to the Beyond section, you get the foot massager makes you run fast. <laughs> it's a pillow that when you nap on it, you nap good. You I don't, nap good. Not all of these are good <laughs> ideas, Adam. It's I'm not going to lie to you. It's the Rip Van Winkle pillow. <laughs> you sleep forever on it until no, you wake up. It's Rip Van Stinkle. My Adam Sandler's new movie. Rip Van Stinkle. I farted on your pillow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Take that. I slept, for, I slept for 20 years. and it's really I'm a really smelly sleeper. Because <laughs> I didn't shower for 20 years. <laughs> I want you to do your Adam Sandler voice for the rest of the podcast. For 20 whole years. <laughs> it is passable, and I admire you for that. Like, <laughs> that's something you can hang your hat on. Yeah. You have a hard day. All right, this episode. I'll is, hang okay, my listen. backwards hat on it. This episode is only about this. It was going to be about news, <laughs> but we've changed things. PUBG, but now just going to talk about Adam Sandler. One day we'll talk about PUBG, so if you're not Maybe. liking this conversation, just fast forward, because David and I are on this. <laughs> We're on it. We're in I'm it. I'm just saying, like, you can get anything you want at Bed Bath & Beyond, but in the Beyond section, there's so many movie ideas. Sure. Maybe you get a pair of shoes that lets you go into the lives of other... You're the cobbler. You're the cobbler, which is yeah. a great movie. No, it's not. It's not a you bad movie. You say that. But I refuse to believe it's any good. I refuse to watch it. In the Have pantheon of Adam Sandler movies, it is better than most of them. Okay, that's fair. If you're comparing it to Jack and Jill, it's a freaking masterpiece. Did anyone see Jack and Jill? I have seen one clip from Jack and Jill. What Was it a clip involving Al Pacino? I don't remember, honestly. It's been a while. I think it had a bird getting covered in chocolate. What? I think that's... Now I have to watch Jack and Jill. Yeah, I think that's the... <laughs> Jack and, and if there's not a bird covered in chocolate, you wasted two hours of my life. If you go, if you Google Jack and Jill chocolate, uh, bird autocompletes. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> does it does? <laughs> does it? Jack it does. All right, anyway, so. <laughs> bird. What, chocolate? Uh, yes. Oh, boy, okay, so, it does. Okay, so everyone needs to go look at that clip. Also, second. Okay. Uh, we're just going to. We're just going to call this episode a wash. <laughs> this is episode 65. Go ahead. After this is 66. We're just going to launch right into 66 right now. Hey, welcome to Drop Zone. I'm Tim Catania. I'm David Johnson. And uh, this is a show about PUBG. Man, Adam Sandler. Dang it. <laughs> chocolate oh. birds. And chocolate bird. I got so far. Okay, listen. You've listened to like eight minutes of this at this point. I admire you for sticking through it. We're <laughs> going to talk about PUBG just because we're so proud of you. Sure. We'll so we got some news, David. News. PUBG Mobile is getting Sandhawk what? in September. So, I'm kind of uh, honestly surprised they didn't already have it. 
it they are their development schedule is very quick. Sure, it's, it's kind of nuts. Uh, so I mean, you know, that's that's cool. Is Miramar already on there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I played. Uh, so I played a little bit of that. It's been a while since I played PUBG Mobile, but I'm trying to be off my phone a little more actually. So that's probably part of the reason why. But uh, the I played. The Miramar map, and I don't normally play the normal game mode on mobile. I usually play the yeah. deathmatch or whatever because it's faster. Hit the 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 Miramar. It's pretty accurate. I mean, the only thing wrong with the mobile version, and it's probably just my phone, is that like a lot of there's a lot pop in when you parachute in. And in Miramar, since everything looks the same, it's kind of hard to tell what's what. Like in the lands uh, in Erangel, you can get away with kind of you. I know the map well enough that I know where stuff is when right. I land in Miramar. I don't. So it's kind of hard, but it's, it's pretty faithful recreation. It's kind of nuts, actually, that it's not shrunk down or anything. I, I don't know if it's to scale necessarily. I'm not sure. I, I'm sure it's not, but uh, it seems about right. Yeah. There's a, yeah, it's weird. Uh, anyway, Sandhawk's coming, and it's going to be, I mean, that seems more fitting the, the mobile version anyway. A smaller map, quicker matches. Definitely. Whatever. So that's exciting. I, I, don't, I still, again, I don't know if you've played any. You probably haven't. I still like it. I still really like the PUBG mobile mobile game. I need to try. Uh, it they're, they're apparently you've got a good phone for it too, man. So I know. you've got the Pixel Two, right? Like that's yeah. You know, it's uh, it's the perfect phone for it. It's supposed to run really well on Pixel Two. Uh, but yeah, anyway, it's supposed to have like a bunch of new stuff in it. I mean, a bunch of you know crappy microtransactiony stuff. But there's also some optimization that they're pushing out. Not a lot to cover there. But hey, Sandhawk, if you're a, a mobile person or if you haven't played yet, might be cool to jump in and check out. I promise, it's fun. Cool PC. What? I said, cool. PC patch 21. We talked about almost all of this. Uh, There is a little bit of an update. They've rolled it out to the production servers. That's what I want to call them. Sure. Know what they're actually, I guess the actual live servers. Uh, That's work bleeding over into the stupid podcast. But uh, so there's just a few updates in here that we didn't cover in last week's episode. Uh, down at the very bottom of this uh, link in the show notes. If you go in there, you're going to see a lot of the same stuff you saw last week if you looked at it. But they have some bug fixes. Yeah. So this is part of their Fix PUBG initiative. Um, I'm going to jump into these. You can take the training mode stuff. And uh, first thing first is after image. They fixed an issue when unarming slash arming a weapon quickly would cause the weapon to briefly display on the screen in the incorrect location, separate to the floating gun issue. Uh, monitor resolution, number one fix. They fixed an issue where 2560 by 1440 screen resolution would dis- wouldn't display properly when using a 2560 by 1660 monitor. Monitor resolution two fix. They fixed an issue with, uh, fixed an issue which caused aspects of the UI to be cut off with a monitor resolution set higher than 1600 by 900. Uh, death cam shaking fixed an issue where the screen would shake excessively when watching the death cam of a player driving in a vehicle. Character motion fixed the issue where after exiting the game while armed, the character model would appear to shake. So they got rid of a lot of shaking. Cool. The shake fix. The shake yeah. patch. The, uh, the caffeine patch. <laughs> they gotta get your fix. That's <laughs> what they're trying to say. Uh, so what's the training mode? Training what's going mode. On? Several changes have been made to the training mode based on player feedback received during the test server period. For example, vehicle vehicle tires can no longer be damaged. Stun grenades and smoke grenades have been removed and pl- they added more gas cans so players can drive longer. And as for bug fixes related to the training mode, they fixed an issue where the backpack was removed after parachuting. You know what? So, okay, I kind of get why they got rid of the stun and smoke grenades because it's really annoying probably if you're, I mean, I'm the idiot who drove the car into the shooting range, but uh, <laughs> I imagine it's real annoying if someone pops smoke when you're trying to shoot. Sure. Really, or pops the stun grenade. But it'd be cool if they had an area where, like, 
<clears throat> it only was effective in that area. So you could practice. <laughs> yeah. Or at least, like, give me dummy grenades so that, like, I can do the toss the smoke or toss the stun grenade. Maybe have the targets inside the training house. You know, you can do the close quarter combat. Yeah. Have them, like, have a light that turns on or something if they're stunned so you can work on the range or something. Uh, so that's unfortunate because if you want to train, I mean, you might want to train with those grenades. I don't know a ton of people that use them, but I mean, kind of a bummer that you can't train with them. Otherwise, I mean, that's that's smart that they removed them. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Have you played training mode at all? Not yet. Training mode is really cool, David. <laughs> I need to check it out. I've been wanting it's to. It's everything I've ever wanted. I don't even want to play the real game. Okay, that's not true. But it's it's it, I, I played some PUBG and the only thing I did was training mode. Hmm. Like I got a few minutes, I'll jump in. So I jumped in the test server. Uh, it's pretty neat. I was under the impression you could hit F anywhere to parachute. That's not the case, but they should do that. Or not F, but just some key. Let me hit a key to parachute at any moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe just at the nearest parachute location. I don't care. It doesn't have to be where I'm standing. But uh, it's kind of annoying because you have to like walk over to the station and hit the button. <clears throat> I'd be all about being able to just parachute whenever. And that's the only thing problem with it because I was like, oh, I want to go race cars. Well, now i got to run over to or go find a little scooter and scoot over to the parachute area and then hit the button so i can parachute down over to it which isn't terrible but it's kind of annoying or let me just like open the map and click where i want to parachute to i don't know but hopefully they'll they'll roll something out like that but as for impressions of the map the shooting range is really cool uh i like that you can't die i mean that's just kind of nice that you're not just getting mowed down and having to parachute back in yeah uh, and uh the track stuff is fun I, I went and got a uh motorcycle and tried to do the loop the camera freaks out when you do it uh, and also, if you do a loop on a motorcycle, it just throws you off the motorcycle at some point. <laughs> and I have a I have a clip of them me just going flying through the air because I fell off the motorcycle. That's pretty cool. That's uh, pretty and then good. I did the same loop with the buggy and made it all the way through. It was pretty cool. Hmm. Uh, that it's cool, man. I I'm really excited about the test map just from the or, or the training map from the perspective of like sometimes you just want to go blow off steam or goof off. Yeah, and it's it's actually kind of kind of really good because the physics. In the game are dumb sometimes, and it's really fun. So yeah, anyway, I don't know. It's it's cool. I do wish that they would let you uh, toggle on blowing up vehicles and stuff. So when you do the yeah. race mode, you could like have it be. I guess you could just do that in the real game and customs, but I don't know. Maybe allow a race mode in customs so you can go to that map and blow each other's vehicles up. But sure, yeah, it's cool. You should really check it out. Uh, give that you know, give that fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat. <clears throat> so. On the known issues, uh, when the language is set to Thai or Arabic, occasional frame drops can occur in certain situations. Our engineers are working on this to resolve this as soon as possible. Not our engineers, their engineers. I'm the RN engineer, and I'm not doing anything. Uh, setting the in-game language to English or another language is te- a temporary solution while our team works out to resolve this. Not our team again. It's their team. Uh, in the keybind menu, quick marker is incorrectly referred to as ping. Weird. Uh, I'll do skins and items as well. Sure. The M416 gold and silver plate skins are no longer available for purchase in the in-game shop. They added a new level 1 helmet skin, Road Warrior, to the in-game store, purchasable for 20,000 BP. I'll never have that much money. Ever. I think the most I've ever had is like 5,000. I'm too bad at the game. Uh, That might change. (laughs) Never. Um, The performance they also did, they improved server and client performance by optimizing the inner composition of the plane. Weird. And maybe they just went low poly because it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you see the inside of the plane anymore, really. That's that's very interesting. <laughs> uh, and bug fixes. We'll blast through these real quick. Fixed an issue where the screen would shake excessively. Yeah, death cam. We talked about that. 
Fixed an issue where after exiting the game while armed, character model would appear to shake. A lot of shaking. We talked about this. Fixed an issue where grenade impact sounds were not played when interacting with certain services on Sandhawk. Fixed an issue where some specific situations there was less weapon recoil than intended. Fixed an issue which caused aspects of the inventory to be cut off when using low resolution. That's another resolution thing. Uh, and then all the resolution stuff we talked about. Yeah. And that's that's it. I mean, it's not, not huge. It, it is a big update, but it's all stuff we talked about from the test server last week. So rolling on, David, tell me about yeah, this boy. next news item. Um, yeah, so Dr. Disrespect, a popular streamer, often streaming PUBG, um, he ended his stream <coughs> early, or, or paused it in the very least, the other day because uh, somebody shot at his house. That's messed up. Yeah, and this is apparently the second time it's happened. Um, I believe that, I don't know if it happened twice in the same day or not, but uh, it, someone shot at his house once, and then the, the most recent time, someone actually shot, and I believe it, it says that it grazed a window, which, a uh, window, a window. It grazed, ma- grazed Mace Window. Yeah, grazed oh, Mace no. Window. I get great window. Um, while he was streaming the uh, the Call of Duty Black Ops uh, for Battle Royale mode, um, I think it maybe like broke the window. I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah I, luckily nobody was hurt. Obviously, um, so that's the good news. But uh, you know, yeah, that's if, not great. Like, that's the, the chances of the person who did this listening to our show are so low. But if you did this, please stop. It's really like screwed up. Like I, I feel like. As a society, we've we're able to, or at least like I don't know, like if this is some weird evolution thing in our brains, or like <laughs> we're able to look at people on TV or on streaming and just divorce them from reality. Like that's not a real person, right? You know, mentally for people, but like that dude's got a family living with him and and probably some kids and a wife who I mean, like you you don't have to like the dude, but dude, come on. <laughs> I and we and I don't know if they found out who did it or not, but like I just it's hard to believe that that's where we're at, where this dude's just trying to make a living and people are shooting his house up to interrupt his stream. I assume it's on purpose. Yeah, you'd I mean, have I, to I, assume. I I mean I don't I think he's such a high profile for profile person that the likelihood of it being at least twice maybe the first time you could have assumed it was a coincidence, but the second time I mean pretty much confirms that either someone's trying to mess with him or they're trying to bully him or scare him. Right. It's just kind of screwed up, man. Yeah. But anyway, don't, no one do that in my house, please. I have enough of it already. For real. We hear gunshots all the time, David. It's scary. I'll bet. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, and coming from that perspective, it's like, I kind of feel for him a little bit. <laughs> we don't hear him that close, but, you know, every once in a while, it's like, ah, oh, that's Montgomery is scary. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, anyway, I, I hope that they're doing better. I'm sure he's back to streaming, but. That sucks. Yeah, it's no bueno. No bueno. It's fair to say. No bueno. So, last little bit of news here, and this is pretty cool. Uh, and I know the last one was kind of a downer, and rightfully so, but uh, the next bit of news here is somebody data mined PUBG and found a snow map and some new game modes. So, uh, David, what's your take on this snow map? Or what, what do you, what, you know, what's going on here? So, um, I saw the news break. I think I sent to you, and I had. Actually, I, uh, it, it took longer than I thought it would to find a good post that had like the actual locations marked and things, and and then maybe in here somewhere. Um, yeah, they're in it. they're down here. But uh, I'm excited. It does kind of look like um, it's got some similarities to Erangel, how it's kind of got like a larger landmass and then uh, a smaller landmass separated by a river. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, they have uh, they've also mined a couple of points of interest. And I'm just going to go through these real quick, and then we can talk about some of these if we want. Uh, the sure. Cosmodrome. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, Is that going to be like a planetarium or something? I would assume, yeah, it's kind of like a uh, planetarium or like a, not a space station, but like a, like a big, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting some sort of giant dome. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, there's a dino park, which I would assume would be some sort of abandoned theme park type thing. That sounds super good, <laughs> actually. Yeah. There's a villa, which I would imagine is going to be similar to uh, Hacienda or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, town, a cement factory, which maybe is not going to be quite like Quarry, but I would expect similar like structures. Yeah, big vats of something or other. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and then trucks, there's a castle, which sounds real cool. A castle sounds good. I would just, I want a castle map. That's it. Um, uh, but it, it's, it looks cool. The map is, they have a map on here you can look at and like get a preview of what the map will potentially look like. I mean, it changed some from when they last data mined, what, Sandhawk or something? Yeah. So, I mean, it's subject to change, but very interesting. Uh, there was also some game modes they mentioned as well. So, I think mainly those were uh, the, uh, well, the, there's the fact that there's a, dyna- uh, the idea is that there's going to be a dynamic snowy weather system, as well as a game mode called Conquest that will allegedly work similar to the domination game mode of Call of Duty. There also might be a night mode. Yes. Uh, so, that sounds cool. That would be exciting. Yes. I think uh, ever since I started teasing a snow map, I know I've been saying that uh, night mode would work best on a map like this. So yeah, it makes sure. sense that this would be the map that they would probably, you know, at least yeah, try this throw out. Throw me some night vision goggles in or make it like, you know, a starry night or something. So it could be like, you know, a little bit bright. Yeah. A little enough to see. I don't want it to be daisy dark. I don't know if you ever played daisy, but the dark- no. <laughs> the darkness in daisy was dark. Like, you can't see your hands in front of your face, char- sure. your character's hands. That guy, It was, like, unplayable. So, I, you know, you'd spawn in a server that was dark and just be like, I guess I'm just going to wait until... Because it, uh, it was, like, a real lot, like, a 24-hour life, uh, cycle. Sure. Unless you found certain servers that reversed it so you could play during the nighttime. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, hopefully, they, they can do a little better than that. But night vision would be cool. That kind of stuff would be interesting game changers. Uh, maybe mix up the mode some. But, yeah, Definitely. that looks neat. Yeah. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. I'm, 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 they said that's coming out this year, right? So Yeah, I think they said uh, they whenever it. they did that big roadmap and at E3, I think they teased it for like winter of this year. Yeah. So Which, I mean, that's appropriate. Yeah, I mean, they got what? I doubt they released it in December. I would imagine November. Yeah, I mean, that's a good time of year to release it. Get yeah. people talking about PUBG again. I mean, kind of need to keep little updates here and there. Yeah. Keep people dipping their toes back in. So that's it for news. I'm sure we missed something. If we did, just shoot us a message and we'll, we'll cover it next week. But uh, what you been playing, David? Well, before, actually, before we move on to that. Yeah. Did you get a chance to check out uh, the Call of Duty Blackout? Did you get to see anybody play it? I did not. I meant okay. to catch the Giant Bomb Quick Look. Sure. Because I thought that would be a quick and easy way to read it. But I, I haven't had very much time the past couple of days. So let's, what did you think about it? Well, let's table that till next week then. No, no. Tell me what you think. I mean, it's fine. Uh, I, I mean, I like, think uh, the, I, I think it looks neat that, like, there's not... I could sit here and tell you a bunch of stuff, but instead, just like I'll hit the couple of highlights that stood out to me. Number one, I was not really up on caring about this Call of Duty, even though they had yeah. a battle royale mode. Mm-hmm. I was just like, man, it'll probably be okay. It'll probably be, it'll probably Passable. be too similar to the Call of Duty multiplayer, like how kind of frenetic that can be. And I'm yeah. just, I'm not there anymore as far as being competitive in that scene, or even not even competitive, just being able to enjoy that. 
Yeah, same here. That's just kind of not where I'm at anymore. But after watching a bunch of the streamers play, I watched Shroud and Doc play a little bit of it. Um, that game looks good. I'm actually like thinking about trying to pick that up during Christmas. Yeah, um, I mean, it sounds cool. I mean, so I did listen to some podcast about it. Did sure. you see anything about the perks? That was the one thing I was like very curious about. So I heard Shroud talking about it. I never got to see him go for a care package. Hmm. Uh, with the limited time that I watched him, but I, from what I can understand, maybe the care packages drop him. I mean, maybe the perks drop in care packages. I also saw somebody say that uh, zombies spawn around the care package. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, because there's zombies in certain areas in, oh, this, in the game. Mode. Okay, yeah, like cool. you can go. Uh, there's, I think there's supposed to be like high high level loot. Okay, uh, and S uh, and. You're also supposed to be able to pick up guns that have like already equipped stuff, so you can yeah. Get, like, there's a like already gun. yeah. There's attachments already on the guns, from my that's understanding. Cool. I, I'm all about that. That sounds neat. Yeah, that that's really neat. Um, you get a wingsuit. Yes. It looks like you don't parachute. You just wingsuit in. That sounds good. It sounds perfectly um, dumb. And uh, I don't know that every vehicle is drivable, but it looked like there are a lot of drivable vehicles in there. Trow got into what. Could only be described as almost like a, a rocket carrying truck. That's awesome. There wasn't a rocket on back, but you get what I'm saying? Like one of those huge military trucks with the giant wheels. He got one of those. That sounds really good. Actually. And was driving around. <laughs> it was really neat. I was like, okay. That's awesome. Um, it goes to third person when you drive and then back to first person when you get out, which I know a lot of people hmm. wish PUBG would do. I would be all about that for sure. I'm yeah. terrible at driving in that game. And uh, the first person doesn't help at all. <laughs> it looks like they're doing a lot of smart things. Um, well, I mean, I'm the benefit for, for them is they don't have any precedent sense, so they can kind of do whatever they want. Right. And they get to, you know, put their Call of Duty spin on it. So, yeah, I mean, cool. it, it, it sounds cool. The perks thing, the only thing I heard was like on Giant Bomb, they were mentioning that like you might get a, maybe I misheard, but my understanding was like you might get a perk that uh, makes plays a tone when you're like in somebody's sights. Sure. So you know that you're about to get shot or maybe it makes you heal faster. Like it's no auto heal. It's not like old Call of Duty right. where auto heal, but it's like or it's like old old Call of Duty where you get health packs. Right. So uh, there's also a know, death silence kind of perk that, that you know does you away silent. with your footsteps and stuff, which that's is awesome. interesting. That's a really cool idea. I mean, as long as it's rare. Yeah, that, that's really that's what neat. makes me think it has it has to drop in a care baggage. Yeah, I mean, is that or it's like kills, but that would be kind of rough someone's just re- destroying people yeah then they're just going to destroy people more but i mean i think you know if they limit the time well enough it, it might work out so there's no classes like call of duty had before or right you know loadouts i guess is what they had technically uh yeah it, i mean i saw i i did read content on it and I, I listened to a podcast about it but i haven't looked at it yet i'm excited to see the video was there anything else you noticed in it that you were excited about um they you get a grappling hook that sounds so good. I think that might be standard to everybody. And now, they were that, like they were literally zipping around a little bit like Spider Man. Like they were like fighting commando or like uh, uh just cause. Just like yeah, grappling to tops of buildings and getting on roofs and stuff. It was neat. That sounds really good. Yep. Cool. I'm looking forward to learning more about that. We've we've talked about that before, how a triple A PUBG clone could just wreck PUBG. <laughs> Definitely. So I'm curious to see what this does. Uh, it seems very cool. So what you, uh, what you been playing? I've been playing Spider-Man on PS4. No. Okay, listen. Yes. I'm glad that you got an early release because I I heard that game's not coming out till November. <laughs> That's what I've been telling myself so that I can get it eventually. Sure. Gosh, I want that game so bad. It looks amazing. <laughs> that game is very good. I don't really want to talk about it a lot because I just want 
people to experience, hey, if you have a PS4, you should definitely pick that game up. Um, well, let's talk game mechanics. I mean, like, sure. you can talk a little bit about, like, how does the swinging feel? Um, good. It feels good, man. It looks it amazing. It feels like, I, and I'm going to, if you, if you, if anybody follows Video Game Donkey, he did a, a his own version of a review on the game, and I, the first bit of that video opens up with him making fun of, I think, IGN for saying yes. like six or seven <laughs> times how they nailed how it, what it feels like to feel like Spider-Man. It, it was pretty good, yeah. but, you know, to go on with that cliche, it, I mean, it, they nail it. You feel like your hmm. Spider-Man swinging around has got to be the best thing in the game. Like, I, I'm still very early in the story because I don't want to stop maneuvering around New York. Or Manhattan, yeah, I, rather. So, Spider-Man 2, when that came out, had really good swinging, and I remember yes. playing playing that and just wanting to swing around and i don't think i ever played the story like i know i did some of it but mostly i just swung around and like found balloons for kids and stuff and beat up guys on the street like yeah that's that's pivotal that's a very important well this is uh, that like the game cranked up to 11 it's great and if you if you're swinging around and you hold r2 near a building you just start sprinting along the side of the building and as far as i can tell that's you can awesome. do that indefinitely like as long as the building lasts it's that's not really like a meter. Cool. You can jump to the next building and keep going. It's, dude, it's just great. You can just change up how you like move down a street. You can swing and then like jump to one building, run down the side, and then jump across the street to the other. It's so good, dude. <laughs> I'm it's so good. Desperate to play this game eventually. That's I've been barred of, from buying it. That's kind of all. Well, <laughs> it's because your birthday's coming up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's kind of all I've been doing. Um, you know, I'm progressing in the story some. There's lots of side content. A lot of it is locked off until you get, you know, three or four hours into the story. So I'm trying to just hmm. get far enough into the story where most of the side content is unlocked. And then I'll probably just goof around the city for a while. Yeah, that sounds really good. I, so there's a lot there's a lot going on, from my understanding, like as far as side content, although they don't surface it right away. Sure. So that's cool to know. Yeah. And there's supposed to be a new Game Plus boat coming out. I read the headline for that. I didn't read yeah, about I think it I didn't want to spoil anything for myself. Yeah, I'm afraid to spoil anything, so I'm not reading any articles. But I saw the headline was really into the idea of, like, hey, make this game last longer. <laughs> uh, so it's yeah. like uh, Batman combat? Is that fair? Yeah, pretty much. It's not quite... Um, Seems like you have to be a little more strategic looking at the you videos. You do. Uh, so it's weird. So it is like Batman combat, but, like... In Batman, I think you hold, like, a button to kind of stay in combat mode, and then you just directionally pick the next way you want to kind of punch towards an enemy if that makes sense that's roughly how that combat works it's not quite the same here in spider-man you do kind of if you're punching and directionally like pointing towards someone you're going to hit them but the good thing is from what i can tell if you have a combo going you don't have like a short window before you have to hit someone else to keep it going Hmm. the combo system stays up until you get hit from what i can tell that's cool yeah yeah, so you can neat. kind of build combos up and keep them going. Um, that's also how you build focus, which you use to uh, either refill your health or do like a like a Batman finisher move, like push two buttons together and you just automatically finish a guy. That's oh man, I haven't it's played good, so dude. I have Batman uh, Arkham Knight, Knight. the last one. I've not played at all, and I've just decided that I'm just not going to play it because I'm going to play Spider Man instead. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, I love the Batman games, but since I was like, Spider-Man's here, I'm going to ruin Spider-Man for myself if I go play Batman. Although I know that they are very different in some ways. Uh, but anyway, it looks cool. I like the fact that there's costume unlocks. I don't know much about them, so don't, yes. don't mention them. It's but I, I, I know that there are some, and I always love that in the old games, the old, like, PS1 game or N64 Spider-Man. Yep. I always love that you could just do different costumes. It's really cool. So anyway, that sounds cool. 
It's very good. I want to play it. Anything else you've been playing? Not really. Yeah, Spider-Man sucking up all your time. Pretty much. What have you been up to? I've played a lot of Hollow Knight, actually, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, that game is very good. It is. It's uh, I So that game, you mentioned, if you hadn't told me to buy the stupid map and the marker, I probably wouldn't I like you. as much. So, so to me, that feels like, I mean, I know why they do it. It is part of the game. It's kind of like the Dark Souls-esque, like, go figure it out and then do another run and then do another run until you work it out. But, yeah. like, they should just have a mode that's, like, casual mode. Sure. We just give you the map and the marker, or 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 not maybe not the map, but like the marker's already there, or you can buy the map from the top level or something. So you have to explore a little bit, raise maybe make it more cost more money, and then I could buy a map. I don't care. I'll grind for the map. It's just it that without the map that game is impossible. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, at least I, in I'm the sure, early stages. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, I got better at backtracking and that kind of stuff and knowing where I went before just by like, you know, virtue of if I, if I put the thing down, though, I wouldn't know where I went last time. Right. So you never find your spirit or whatever when you die and, and regain your credits. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've been playing. I've unlocked, like, two different abilities. I know I'm barely in the game, but I'm really liking it. I'm also a huge fan of the transition in art, dis- art style. Or yeah. Not art style, necessarily, but... Environments. Like, environmental, yeah, environmental design. Like, the first part is really dreary, and it's fine. But there's only so, like I'm just like I'm sick of looking at blues, <laughs> you sure. know, blacks and blues and grays. So you get to like the por- portion that's green. It's like this is kind of cool. But uh, I love that they use that in a way of very clearly defining that you're in a different area. Yeah. So even if you didn't have a map, you'd know like, well, this isn't where I need to go because this is a different area. Right. Right. Now. If I want to solve this this portion of the map, I need to stay here and go to a different room. This is cool. I really really like it. The combat at first felt really shallow. Uh, yeah, but I think it's, it actually does have a lot of depth to it. It definitely does. Um, the best advice that I can give you two two pieces, and and I gotta thank Dan for throwing one of these at me. Uh, one is if you're just walking along and there are no enemies, just smack the crap out of everything. Hmm. Why is that? Well, I mean, like you'll just breakable walls aren't always clear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've and they that. they're not always like I mean, like there might be a breakable roof. Which huh. took me forever to figure out. So just like if you if you're stuck somewhere, just start walking around and smacking everything with your sword. <laughs> it's a point and click adventure. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, um, and then the yeah, other hey. the other piece is like if you if you are about to go up against a boss and you feel comfortable enough that you can navigate to them from the last bench you were at, the last save point, mm-hmm. swap that uh swap that map marker pin off for a, a different charm that might be like combat focused or something. Ah, that's smart. Yeah, because I, that that's the one like kind of maybe bummer thing about the the map system is that it, you have to take up a charm slot. It's just one. Yeah. Hmm. But it, I mean, it matters but a still, lot. Yeah, like, it starts to matter once you get other spots I and like talk you know, about a charm for getting your lot. yeah getting your you know health up you know, the the souls basically. Yeah, I talk about a charm that gave me more of them for a longer sword. So yes, I, and which was was which was worth it for sure because I don't Definitely. get hit nearly as much now. But It'd be cool to be able to put that one and the other one on when I fight a boss. I never really thought about that. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good game. <laughs> it's $15 very good, too, dude. man. I, uh, I think I got it for 10 at the time I bought it. But yeah, man, I highly recommend it. I was on the fence the first hour. So just a heads up, you might be. But once you get the map and the marker, uh, if you like Metroid games, it's basically Metroid. It's neat. It's very, it has its own thing, though, for, for sure. Definitely. I really dig that, that game's like universe. Their whole yeah. weird, like, bug society. It's all just really yeah. cool. The art style is incredible. 
Uh, the I, one thing that I like every time I watch it just kind of is is just delightful to look at is the fast travel or the the uh, yeah yeah, yeah. stacks stacks yeah so you can like basically you open one gate and then you can connect it to another yeah that system is really good like it looks great uh yeah anyway what a good game i i recommend it so let's jump into supply crate let's do it supply crate is our email and response section if you want to send us something you can either email us at mail at dropsomecast.com or hit us up in the supply crate channel in the discord uh, which you can reach at discord.dropsomecast.com to get an invite Uh, our question for last week david what was it it was. What is your favorite gaming or console peripheral of all time? So we got a few answers here. Slam Zone jumps in and just says Nintendo Switch. Uh, <laughs> he also says the kickstand on the Nintendo Switch is my favorite gaming peripheral, which is a lie. It's impossible to pop open. I my dumb meat fingers can't do it, and I've only used it once. It's a it's the worst peripheral. You're wrong. I've never used it. I, I popped it open when we bought it to see how it works, and it took me like 45 tries. <laughs> and we were just not very dexterous or something. Uh, also, Slamzone has an audio message for us that I, we he might put in here, right? We so, put it right here. It's right now. Here. Good morning, Drop Zone. This is Ash. Or if you prefer my birth name, Slamzone speaking. I've been requested, no, harassed by Tim and David to bring you a very small, very important, very terrible Australian fact. We do indeed have slices of fried potato smothered in delicious powdered flavoring, but with it comes something unknown to the rest of humanity. A terrifying nightmare creature that's been plaguing our lands since at least 1991. The gobbledock, the chip stealer, the potato bandit, the crinkle cut kid. The gobbledock can hear a packet of chips being opened from 1,000 kilometers away. And you better believe, just like the rising sun, you're not getting a crumb from that packet before it's taken from your hands forever. So when you eat chips, think about me, your best friend, Ash. This has been a very real, very serious Australian fact. I'll catch you next time in the Fact Zone. It's me, Slam Zone. Okay, so Slam Zone, thank you very much for your message. First things first, you did what we asked, I guess. You did it. So we appreciate that. And uh, that's the beautiful voice of Slam Zone. Anyway, thank you, Slam Zone, for... Your very good, uh, very scary monster that you sent us. <laughs> yeah, whatever the heck that thing was. The gobbler, the chip. The hobgobbler, that's not the right. Crisp, the crisp. The crisp. The crisp munchler. The crisp zoid. <laughs> Noid, whatever his name was. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's very funny. Yeah, he sent us a video and it's terrifying and we'll hopefully put it in the show notes. But if not... What was the description? It was like Smith's 1991 chips ad or something like that? Yes. It's terrifying. I don't even want to talk about it. It scares me so bad. Horrifying. So uh, anyway, if you guys hear anything, my daughter has joined our podcast crew. What up? Hi. So welcome. Welcome, Nora Catania. Nora. Uh, she's hanging out with me because she had a little bit of a meltdown. So anyway, what's this next uh, supply crate? This next one comes in from I'm I McNew. Just looking for a shout out. Love you guys. You make my day with the podcast. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. And here's a shout out. I'm McNew. What up? You're McOld now. You're McOld. McOld You'll always be McOld to us. What? Always. I think that's a compliment. We're not very good at that. No. <laughs> uh, Kev Dog jumped in and he posted a picture of the Game Boy OG magnifier, uh, magnifying glass and side speakers. 
Did you I see that thing? Seen, that thing is amazing. I used to have one, I think. Really? I've never seen one before. Uh-huh. Those speakers trip me out. It's a, it's incredible. I don't know that they actually. I mean, like it's, it's like a, it's like chiptune stuff. I mean, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the sound, you need surround sound for it. Like a single speaker will right. do. But uh, yeah, it's the old, old gray Game Boy with the greenish screen. Which, by the way, I love that thing. I thought about that the other day. I was like, I just want one of those again. No. I want to take one of those on a trip with some AA batteries and no. try to play while the streetlights pass over. No. <laughs> I want to. I want a remake of it with a backlight. How want my Game Boy like, SP. Ah, oh, yeah. My Game Boy Advance you know SP. Nah, dude. Okay, so look, the side sidetrack here. Thanks, Kev Dog. Uh, somebody makes or has how to make a like a, a new Game Boy Advance, like a with out of an old DS. Sure. So you know how the screen would always crack off the top screen. Yeah, because the well, hinges the bottom, were garbage. Yeah, the hinges were terrible in the first run, especially. So you can get like the uh, DS Lite or whatever, and pop the screen off and have a really nice Game Boy Advance huh? W- with a wider screen or whatever. And sure. uh, a lot of people take like, you know, like they'll take like LEDs or whatever and run them, wire them up and run them through like a tube at the top where the hinges were to kind of give it some design or whatever. It's kind of neat. Huh. Anyway, just a side note. If, if you have an old DS Lite laying around, you could pop that whole top screen off and play it Game Boy Advance games. Yeah. You can tell your dry age bespoke. Bespoke Game, Game Boy Nintendo DS. DS. Yeah, thanks, Kev Dog. Thank you, Turner. I missed that thing so bad. I, I used to play like a casino games on it because that was the <laughs> game my grandparents had. Uh, <laughs> it's what got me into gambling. Uh, Doctor With What If jumps in and says, having played WoW for so many years in my twenties, the Razor Naga was absolutely required. The side, the twelve side buttons made using all your abilities actually viable. Sometimes I miss them, having switched to the Black Adder, but it was too bulky for FPS. Yeah, I didn't actually think about the mouse being the best peripheral ever invented. Sure. Uh, (laughs) It's pretty incredible. Uh, And yeah, I know that the Razer Naga is a must-have for MMO MMO players or or a mouse like it. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks, Dr. What If. Thank you. This next one comes in from McStabstab. My favorite is the Steam Controller. Completely mappable configurations, including gyro, haptic pad, response type, and tons of community configurations to play with. The grip buttons on the back of the controller are genius as well. I own four for co-op gaming. I own four for co-op gaming, and even my console friends find it very functional. Don't use it for shooters, though, like PUBG or CS. You definitely need mouse precision for shooters. So I have a Steam uh, Steam controller, and I really like it. So it took me a long time to get used to it. Yeah. So basically, you have one actual analog stick on the left. That's your, like, movement stick, basically. Yeah, that's your movement stick. Yes. And then on the right is how you would aim, but rather than having a stick, they have a almost like a trackpad for a laptop. Yeah. Which sounds bonkers, but there's some haptic feedback that basically makes it feel... It doesn't feel like an analog stick, but it gives you some boundary to the controller a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and unless you've played one, it's really hard to describe, but uh, it's very functional. I played all of the first Dishonored, actually, on that controller. Wow. Yeah, I, I got, well, I mean, I got really good at it just from that. I wouldn't want to play a, like a snappy first-person shooter, but like stealth and stuff, it was totally fine. Sure. Uh, the only problem I have with that controller is, while the customizability is incredible, there's too much customizability sometimes, which is remedied by like people's custom profiles you can download, but I found myself getting bogged down in like, okay, so I don't have a keyboard and mouse, and this controller has a thousand different configurations. If I hold a thing a certain way, a menu comes up, and I'm very confused on how to use it on certain games. Like, <laughs> it, 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 But it's cool. It, uh, also, the trackpad works well for a mouse, so 
if you had a game that had like some minimal mouse control, but most of it was controller, you could totally make do. Sure. So yeah, I'm a fan of that. I'm also a fan of the Steam Link. It's very cool. Yep. Uh, thank you very much, McStabstab. Thank you, McStabstab. I'll hit a lawyer one, and then you read Mark out the cloud. Lawyer what sure. writes in and just says laser mice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's true. Thanks, lawyer what. Yeah, I wouldn't want to have to deal with a trackpad, like a trackball mouse anymore. That's the worst. I had one of those on my phone at one point. Kind of into the phone one. I don't know. I had the first, like, Android phone for T-Mobile, oh, the G1. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a little, ma- <laughs> a little trackball on yeah, it. Yeah, kind of like a Blackberries did for a while. Yeah, yeah. Or always. And also had a slide up yeah. keyboard. That was before like keyboards on screens were any good. Sure. Uh, so uh, Mark in the Cloud jumps in and says, My family is of Middle Eastern ethnicity. I was born in Lebanon, raised Catholic. After 9 11 happened, my parents did not want to go through airports for a while for obvious reasons. For family vacation, which we did three to four times a year, they wanted to drive everywhere. That meant four, six, or 12 hour car rides in some cases. This little gadget, along with a nifty power cable for the Xbox that allowed me to plug in it into a cigarette outlet, got me through those long rides. And he links to an Amazon Xbox mobile monitor. Now, when you think about that, you're probably thinking, oh, like a 360 monitor? No, he, this dude was loading up a crane with the old freaking OG Xbox, the very first one, and lowering it through the sunroof into his car because it's the only way you could get it in there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but no like uh that's actually it's kind of legit i when i was a kid i always wanted the screens that attached to your consoles yeah so remember when the ps1 had the revamp like yep the the mini ps1 the one i had i i didn't get a ps1 until way after till almost it was gone they were like 99 bucks at the time yeah uh, i think i scrounged a bunch of birthday money together and got one or whatever in a few games uh but they had a little screen that popped right on the back of it and it was effectively a portable playstation yeah at that point you, I mean, minus having to have a charger or uh, battery pack or whatever, it was mostly playable. But the screen was as much as the PlayStation. So, you know, back then LCD screens were, weren't cheap. Uh, but yeah, no, that's that's really cool. I'm glad you brought that up because that is a really cool peripheral that's like totally dead now. <laughs> not viable. No one's bringing their PS4 in the car, really. Uh, I mean, I guess you could. That's not true. Someone's going to correct me on that. But I don't know. It's not something I would think or want to really do with the Switch existing. Uh, David, what's your favorite peripheral of all time? Um, I got mine if you need some time to think. Uh, yeah, go for it. So the Super Game Boy? Is that the one that plugged into the uh, yeah, NES? Yeah, I think it was called the Super Game Boy. Yeah, the one that called, yeah, you plugged, the, you plugged yeah. this cartridge into your Super Nintendo, and then you plug an even tinier cartridge into your Super Nintendo's cartridge. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. So you could play Game Boy Color some. Uh, well, no, I'm sorry. You could play the colored carts. No, actually, Game Boy Color games. But you could play the ones that could cross between old Game Boy and new Game Boy. Uh, and you could play them on your Super Nintendo, on your screen. So I played a lot of Zelda on there. So the, the Star Wars game for Game Boy was really fun on the big screen. I just, I don't know. I love the novelty of just, like, plugging in a Game Boy cartridge and playing on my TV. It was just yeah, so sure. cool back then. Again, the Switch is the ultimate culmination of that. So, again, still my favorite console of all time. But it's just so neat when I was a kid, to be able to just plug in that uh, Zelda game, which I can't remember what it was called. Uh, Wasn't it uh, Link's Awakening? Maybe. Yeah, maybe it was Link's no, Awakening. No, that, that might have been Game Boy Color. No, I think it, I think it was Link's Awakening, because they had a Link's Awakening oh, like DX, Link's which DX. Game Boy Color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Link's Awakening, which is a really fantastic Zelda game, if you haven't played it. Uh, Super Mario 2? No, but not like Super Mario 2 you're, like, you're thinking of. The yeah. Super Mario Land, I think is what it was called. Yeah. It was really awesome on there, because that's a really solid platforming game. Like, People don't talk about the Game Boy 
version. Even the first one was really cool. Uh, they don't talk about the Game Boy versions of Mario very often, but they're the original ones are really good. Really crazy, unique platforming concepts in them as well. Like stuff that they weren't doing on the consoles at the time. But yeah, anyway, I think that's probably my favorite. Did you, did you come up with anything? Um, yeah, I got uh, I got two. One is, uh, didn't the SNES Mario Paint come with like a mouse? It did. That's true. Okay. Yeah, I used to love and that. it was very cool. It was neat. Uh, and I just remember playing a lot of uh, the Fly Swatter game. Yeah, that's in, uh, that's in Mario Maker. Yeah. Oh, wait, is and it? It's impossible, even with the stylus. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so I remember using that, and then I was trying to think, um, honestly, uh, any of the, like, uh, God, what was it? The skateboard for Tony Hawk. It was not good, but it was real dumb. Yeah, I, I remember I love... when that thing came out, and I was like, oh, boy, like, that would be this dope. Is, this is the episode where we say bespoke a lot, but bespoke, <laughs> dumb, just proprietary re- required attachments for games yeah. crack me up. Like, so one thing, like, I guess a peripheral that I really loved, like loved, not like loved now, but loved, was Guitar Hero stuff. I was about to say, the Guitar Hero Rock Band stuff. was cool. It's really yeah. cool. And it's still interesting. I don't ever want to own one again. No, I, ju- I literally just threw my Rock Band drums in the garbage the other day. <laughs> you can hook those to your computer and play drums. No, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I, I think mine, we tried to give ours a goodwill and they don't take them anymore. No, they don't. Uh, so, but anyway, yeah, that's that, that's a cool peripheral that I really love. Anyway, that's that's it for this week's Supply Crate. If you want, you can email us at mailadropsomecast.com or hit us up on the Supply Crate channel. What's our question for next week? Our question for next week is, if you were on a desert island, what game would you bring with you? You can assume whatever game you pick automatically includes the console, TV, and power to play it on. And internet, but you can't you can't call for help. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't try it out smart us. So try it. You, this is an independent. You can't get off this island. Yeah, it's an island of our making. We got it at Bed this Bath is a Beyond. Schrodinger's Island. Nobody knows if you're alive or dead on there, right? Um, <laughs> okay. Also, if you could choose to strand one game's entire <laughs> player base on a desert island, what player base? <laughs> what game player base would that be? <laughs> I gotta love this dumb question because nobody answered my friggin' teeth question. If you don't want to answer Dave's teeth question, Dave's going to keep throwing stuff against the wall until you answer his stupid question. That's right. Uh, anyway, ma- email us at mail.dropsonecast.com. Hit us up on the Supply Crate channel at uh, discord.dropsonecast.com. Uh, oh, we missed a question on here, I think. Did we? The very end, there was supposed to be a question from... Hold on. I think it was Bahita Linda? Oh, yeah. Did you take that one off there? No, I just forgot to put it on. He wanted to know why we don't put our audio on the website. Uh, okay, so there's a couple of like actual logist, like logical reasons why we don't. The first is we host through Pinecast, which, by the way, is a fantastic pad- podcast hosting. And if you ever decide to do it, hit us up. We'll give you a discount code or whatever. But uh, they do all our hosting, and they don't really they don't really offer a player. I mean, maybe they do, but in order to keep our site updated, like that requires a lot more effort than David and I are willing to put in, and yeah. also. We, we could host it ourselves on the site, potentially, but by doing that, we split the listening base, and that messes up our metrics, which aren't necessarily a huge factor for me and David, because it's not like we're trying to, you know, get advertising for the show, yeah. but it's good to know. We like to know that you guys are out there listening, and the only way to know is through the metrics, uh, and then you guys reaching out. So, I mean, there's two legit, like, legitimately good reasons, and then there's some really bad reasons, the main being that David and I are just super lazy, 
Like this shoot, this show is already held together by like gum and string half the time. Like I'm always late for because <laughs> I can't for some reason schedule a time, and there's always something weird going on, and we're you know crunch time when we edit and that kind of stuff. Like it's it's a lot more effort for us to put it on the site. So, but if you do want to like go to a site and listen to the show, you can actually reach our Pinecast feed, I believe, off the website. Yeah, you can also. Um we do have a web player at the very bottom of the site in the footer. Oh, and uh, right, we do. That, That's right. Um, you can get to the most recent episode. It automatically pops up, and then you can click all episodes, and you can find them all on there. Uh, we ran in. We fed our podcast feed through a free site called Radio Public. That's right. That's right. I'm and, sorry. Because that was about a. That was literally the only way we could find a player that didn't require us to basically build it from the ground up. Yeah, there there's a lot there's also a lot of like purchase options which are no good yeah. for us. Um but yeah, you can you can hit up uh there there's hmm there's a page for the podcast on Pinecast and I will do my best to find it for next week. Uh, and if I don't, you can hit me up. Oh, here it is. It's drop-zone.pinecast.co. drop-zone.pinecast.co. If you want to just circumvent the website altogether and listen to this the uh episodes one by one yeah they're they're on there so yeah i mean that's that again the only reason we don't do it is just because splitting the listener base is is a problem and we do kind of have a player uh but anyway yeah so good question wanted to make sure we addressed it uh thank you very much thank you so that's gonna do it for the show if you wouldn't mind rate review and subscribe on itunes it means a ton to us i know that like the show's been going for a long time and like we're probably not gonna grow listeners wise very much i mean besides word of mouth but the ratings do help us when people go check out the show seeing that we have positive reviews like i know for me when i go listen to a new podcast if i see positive reviews it's a plus for me it's something that makes me want to stick around so you know if you wouldn't mind just doing that that's like it's huge for us uh also tell your friends i mean that's like again word of mouth is the only reason this show's around uh it's the only reason people listen is because people have been telling other people honestly we don't do advertising or anything uh you can also check us out on twitter facebook youtube and we're not the best at updating all of those things but still want you to follow us it's usually at dropzonecast.com and when we do streams or special events that's where it's going to be announced is at the twitter most likely so make sure you follow us there uh david who did the cool music that cool intro and outro music comes to you from Stairwave. If you like more, if you would like to hear more tracks or check out some of the video content that Stairwave makes, check out our show notes for a YouTube link or just search Stairwave on YouTube. We really appreciate you letting us use this music. Yeah, Stairwave. I mean, otherwise it was going to be like David and I beatboxing and it would have been terrible. So yeah. we, we do appreciate it. Uh, so that's actually going to do it for this week's episode. Until next week, I'm Tim Catania. I'm David Johnson. Tim. What? If you could pick uh let's say you had a hand in picking your fate i'm not saying you're gonna die and go to hell i'm just saying like if you had to pick a punishment for eternity and it was out of a specific pool of things and that pool was which adam sandler character would you want to have to be for the rest of your life which one would it be that's uh, this is a really hard question you can't just drop like it's too late at night for you to be dropping just these deep questions now i'm gonna be sitting in bed worrying about like which adam sandler character would i be I guess I'd be happy Gilmore. Okay. Interesting because, choice. Why? I mean, because I would love to be able to rage as hard as he does in that film. Okay, sure. Just get my rage on and just beat on some people with a hockey stick. You'd I don't like know. to be able to say you fought Bob Barker. That's really where it comes down to. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, what? I can't even. What other, what other animal sailors are there? I'm not going to be the cobbler.
No. Ugh. Okay. I'm not gonna be the one from Click. Ugh. Stoop made a huge mistake. Um. And that didn't even happen. That was all in his mind at the end. I spoiled it. Sorry, guys. I think I'd be 51st dates Adam Sandler. That dude that's lives in Hawaii. Most depressed, that's the most depressing Sandler, Well, though. like, he picked his own fate, and that's on him. No, True imagine, love, all that, no, whatever. But. Okay, hear me out. Listen, imagine you're pregnant. Okay. Wait, okay, no. Imagine yeah, no. you went to sleep, basically. Okay. And you woke up, and you're pregnant, <laughs> and you freaking, this madman who still owns a VHS player for some reason, <laughs> puts a, he's like, don't, don't panic, play this video. I promise everything's going to be okay. And now you're like sitting there watching your body that you don't remember like existing like last you remembered you were watching Sixth Sense or whatever the heck. And now you're sitting there having to worry about like what? How did did someone drug me? Like why am I why am I like in this video saying everything's going to be okay? Did they trick me? Now I'm pregnant. Like that being pregnant sucks as far as I understand. So like that's the he's he is a freaking He's a serial killer in that film, effectively, is what I'm saying. Okay. Is that's the craziest of Adam Sandler's. And that's sure. saying a lot. Sure. But. You still stick with it. I'd still oh stick with God. it, but he was like a marifologist and he, he got to live in Hawaii. <laughs> I'll take all the other garbage. The only thing I won't take, the only logistics I don't want to figure out is how do you update that tape without making that person sit there for like 90% of the day? I've thought about that a lot. Also, <laughs> like. I don't know about you, but like relationships take a lot of work and time and effort. That and if I had twice. to restart every single day, I would explode. I couldn't handle this. Too much work. Uh, anyway. I feel like that says a lot about whether either of our partners get like dementia for us. <laughs> no. Well, no, but that's different because there's already a relationship there. And like I'm sure, willing to sure, put sure. the work in at that point. But also the other thing that's weird is I don't. So do you think, hold on. Is there, are there days up. that he doesn't tell her about? Yeah, sure. For sure. Think he, about all the fights. Like think she about got all the terrible a, things you could say. And then know that yeah. will, you will never have to own up to saying any of them. Uh, you'd go mad with power. That's not good. You couldn't be that Adam Sandler. And you know it. Uh, I mean, like, the problem for me is like, oh, yeah, that time she fell off the boat because I was being irresponsible and getting <laughs> drunk during, I was day drinking. Like, she doesn't remember that. That's cool. Like... <laughs> I mean, the a relationship to that built on lies. Is that he wasn't in, in love, and he just felt bad for trying to ghost. I don't know. Like, the, did he? Was he just doing the right thing the whole time? I don't, think I don't know. Would, I, I think can't unpack do a movie. whole podcast. You're right. It's too it just, late at night. What did I do? We should just do a whole podcast that just tries to find like Try. the good in any of these films, and there's none. <laughs> there's at the none. end, the, the last episode is us both just like depressed, talking about how. <laughs> Adam Sandler has made us realize that there's really no reason to live and that God is dead. Like, that's where we're at. <laughs> at <the end. laughs> Somehow Grown Ups is the worst movie and Eight Crazy Nights is the best movie. Morally. Oh, no. <laughs> morally, I don't understand at all. <laughs> I think morally, you're right, because Grown Ups was made as a cash grab. And Grown Ups 2 is even worse. <laughs> and true. Anyway, we have to stop talking about Adam Sandler. Legally, we have to, because Legally. I think fair use or something kicks in. So until next, I already said that. Bye. Bye. All right. Hold on. Nora fell asleep. <laughs> you good. All right. Ready? Yeah. Don't you? Care? Three, two, one.